It's time for the weekly sports dump. And I'm your host, Joe Canale. Yes, that's right, folks. It's me, your host, Joe Canale, and this is your weekly sports dump. And I am flying solo, sadly, today. No nooch today. More on that in a little bit. Uh, And it just has to do with the sports dump reverse work jinx. If you uh, have been listening to the show, you know that whenever we do an episode, in some way, someone procures some work. Usually not me. Usually nooch. And that's happened in this case as well. But we'll get back to that later. This is our NFL draft special I'm leaving space there I hope I put some music in hopefully I did and what that means is it's the NFL draft now I know I was it last year or two years ago god I, I can't tell honestly uh I got vaccinated I'm gonna get my second vaccine soon uh but I still am I feel like the pandemic is still having its effect And maybe it's not just the pandemic uh, in my instance, because I am having, I don't know if uh, you folks know this, but you're about to. I live in uh, Southern California here in the Los Angeles, uh, greater metropolitan area here in the valley, in fact. And we are having earthquake retrofitting done on our building. Now, if you don't know what earthquake retrofitting is, it's, uh, there's a lot of earthquakes here, and there are new standards, and buildings have to uh, hold up to these standards. Now, my building, I'm told, was retrofitted after the Northridge earthquake, which was f- relatively close, but not so close that it's, uh, that it's not a little bit far away. I think it's like 20, 25 minutes uh, with no traffic. So there was an earthquake, and they retrofitted the building, but maybe there's new specs. The point is... We are kind of on an overhang over the garage area where cars park. So we are directly over where the retrofitting is happening. It's happening for our apartment's sake. But what that entails is uh, around 8 o'clock, the workers show up with heavy, you know, they've got heavy equipment here, so there's a lot of banging and stuff. And around 8, 8.20, 8.30 maybe, if we're lucky, the jackhammering will stop, uh, will start rather, only to stop to be punctuated by regular hammering, which uh, it happens fairly frequently. Today, three times, there was banging uh, where the food dishes for our cats were jumping up and down. And unfortunately, it was like they were playing with me because each time I would grab my, I would grab my phone and try to you know video this, it would stop. But it happened three times throughout the day. It scared the shit out of the cats, actually. And I'm only recording this now after 5 o'clock because that's the only time where there is not hammering or jackhammering. Now, the good thing is my kid is back at school, but that's only for three hours, which is really only two and a half hours if you take the time you get back from school and then the time you have to leave early for school. uh, And uh, you're in line for a while because of these protocols. So it's actually turned out to be a bit of a waste of time. And I'll just add one thing. I mentioned the the jackhammering, which is constant. The first day of school for uh, my kid, my youngest kid, uh, was their first day here, and they hit a gas line and made us evacuate the house, and there were two fire trucks and six or seven gas 
company truck. So we had to stay out of the house for about four hours. Now, I, at one point, early on, asked a fireman what to do about my cats who were here in the in the apartment. And he said, yeah, well, do you smell gas in there? And I was like, yeah, I did smell gas before I evacuated. He's like, yeah, you should try to get them out of there. Now, I have no idea where I'm going to bring these cats. But I go into the apartment. They are both buried in the back of a clo- in, of a closet because this is there's jackhammering that went on before the gas came in. Back of a closet, probably not the best place as gas collects there. So as I'm trying to grab these two cats, one of them just scratches the shit out of my chest. And as I get one out, the other one will bolt in into the same corner. Finally, I get them both out of the room where the gas was most predominant. And then I just open my balcony door because I know I'm not going to get these things into a box. And what the hell am I going to do with them? Carry cats around in a box for hours? Hell no. So that happens for about four or five hours. And then everybody's back. School, you know, we've been, she's been back from school for a while. And we have to keep the windows open because it smells like gas. And also the jackhammering has started back up. They fixed the gas leak, but it still smells crazy like gas. And the jackhammering is ready to go. Also, if you live in Southern California, you know that there are weekly landscapers who come. And occasionally they do a big landscaping where they get the chainsaws out and do the, the shrubs and everything. So this was that day. So time, simultaneously as we return to the house, there are chainsaws, jackhammers, and the smell of gas on top of the stress of first day of school. So things are going great. Sarcasm. I hope sarcasm, you know, I know people can't tell when it's read, but I hope they still can tell when it's spoken. I hope I still have the skill. Anyway, this is our draft spectacular. <coughs> as I mentioned, sorry, that was my cough button. Uh, and so, uh, simply to say, uh, this isn't going to be real long. I am simply just going to tell you a couple things. Uh, if the 49ers take the guy from Alabama, uh, I think his name is regular white guy quarterback. If they take regular white guy template quarterback instead of one of the other more, uh, talented, uh, if not skilled yet, but skill can be taught, talent cannot, quarterbacks, it will be, in my estimation, the most hubristic coach thing ever. Because you've got the coach of the 49ers saying, I want the lesser quarterback here because I am just going to game plan and use him in the simplest form imaginable. And like to draft, to trade up to draft a game manager is one of the most arrogant things I've ever heard of. I actually think this could be a crazy, crazy trade-up for Kyle Pitts. And they're going to say, look, this is the next Jerry Rice, but like 2.0 with the body of a tight end. That, I'm just putting that out there right now. Luckily, I'm going to release this before the draft, so I can say I told you so on the 1% chance that that happens, maybe less. So, uh, as always, if you don't know with our draft spectacular, I do a complete draft of, uh, you know, seven-round draft. And all that is is taking the draft of a CBS Sportsline drafter and moving the first pick in this instance to the last pick. So I have Trevor Lawrence as Mr. Irrelevant. And then I move the second pick in their mock draft up to the first pick. And we see who does better, the expert who's done dozens of mock drafts or... Me, the idiot who is simply taking the mock draft and moving everybody up once. 
So I am using, I want to thank Ryan Wilson from CBS, uh, CBS Sports. I am using, I believe it is your mock draft that I, uh, that I am using. I think so. Let me, let me be sure this is it. Um, yeah, uh, I think so. I think it is. Yes. So I'm using that one or one of the CBS ones. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you afterwards because it'll be after the weekend before we do this next episode. And uh, again, that is all I'm going to do to see if it's so ridiculous that they do these mock drafts that uh, I can just pick one, move everybody up one. The team is irrelevant. It's the spot that I'm picking. And let's see if I do better. Last year I lost, or it was tied. We each got three in the exact same right spot. I believe it was the first pick and then two random ones later on, which is crazy. Uh, no, it wasn't the first pick because the first pick would be wrong because I moved it up. Folks, I'm doing this on my own. I'm rattled from the uh, crazy cats and the, and the recently stopped jackhammering, so please forgive me. Also, for some reason, I have incredible dry mouth. So, I will put something up on the website. Speaking of I'm just in a malaise, folks, and 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 the nooch part, which we'll get to, is uh, is part of it, quite honestly. But uh, also, I have this article on Tony Larusa. I've been, you know, I'm, I've been halfway through with it for two weeks. I'm writing a line a day, if that. Most of it in, you know, one chunk. And I'm not putting it up, even though I hate Tony Larusa. I'm just being so. F- freaking lazy and i apologize to myself not to you you're probably not even reading the articles but i am going to try to put that up along with this draft information that i i just mentioned to you so we'll see how that goes all right what else do we have on our docket and yes we do have a docket today i just want to be clear that i've come prepared ah yes you know i'm always pushing the champions league and well it's a little late for this week's matches which were today and yesterday but the good thing for you is next Tuesday and Wednesday, the Champions League semifinal second match, which is to say they play a home and away in these semifinals. And that's when it's exciting because a team knows what it needs to win because of their weird system of tie breaks and everything. And that's when you have a lot of excitement and a lot more scoring. So after the draft, hopefully on Monday, I will be uh, back with another episode, and I will preview those uh, Champions League matches because you should watch them. Again, this is like watching the AFC and NFC championships. If you're if football's your your favorite sport or the Final Four and in basketball, except it's during the day, during the week. Now I understand not everyone's as unemployed as I am, but there is a pandemic still, and even people working are supposedly working from home still. Regardless, uh, another endorsement for the Champions League, and they should be pretty, pretty exciting. Except maybe the Chelsea Real Madrid one, but we'll talk about that later. Again, that was uh, our soccer thing and our draft thing. Oh, and just because it's today's news and uh, uh, and people are making a big deal of it somehow, Teddy Bridgewater traded. And I just was taking a look at Teddy Bridgewater, and I think... I don't know what the record for most teams played for as a quarterback is. It might be it might be Fitzpatrick who recently retired, but Teddy Bridgewater. Let me just say he was drafted by the Seahawks, so keep that in mind. We're giving them the Seahawks, then traded to Minnesota, traded to the Jets, who then drafted Sam Darnold, 
So then before he even played for them, but we still count it, traded to New Orleans. Then I believe he signed as a free agent. No, no, no. Yes, with Carolina. And then they got Darnold again. Boy, he must hate Darnold. And he was just traded to Denver. If you're counting, that's six teams in six years. So let's just keep an eye on Teddy Bridgewater for uh, wearing multiple, multiple, multiple uniforms. That's a, that's a just like a throwing that out there for six years down the line when we're five and a half years from having stopped doing this thing. All right, now to the end of this melancholy episode. Because Nooch, if you know, is the, uh, you know, the trusty co-host here who is almost always here. And uh, it's a very dysfunctional relationship that he and I have where I'll be like, can you do an episode in 20 minutes? And he'll be like, no, I can do it in six hours and 15 minutes. And then I'll, I'll calculate that and I'll wait for six hours and 15 minutes. And then he'll have napped through it and forgotten. Or I will just say, you know, like, again, very short period of time where I'm like, hey, can you do this? And he's like, oh, all right. And he has to do it. Uh, or I can't tell because he, no one believes in the talking into your phone for text more than Nooch does without checking if, if it did a good job. And it usually doesn't do a good job. So he sends a lot of those texts. Point being, he and I are both idiots. But he, as usually happens when we do episodes got a job not during an episode but he alluded to it in one of our past episodes keeping me posted or something like that he said and uh nooch has taken a real professional job in the industry working for a production company and so he is going to be working you know you know they put people through incredible hours in these things but congratulations to him for leaving uh the casting industry which i may now hopefully be picking up some work that he has left behind as, as has happened before. So I thank him for that, but also the casting industry. If you've heard me uh, talk about it is rife with things that can drive you nuts. So the choice for me uh, coming up soon will be working casting or jackhammers and potential gas bills. It's toss up, but we'll see what happens. But Nooch, uh, I know you'll be back at some point if we can schedule something that works with your incredible schedule. But if anyone listening wants to either A and or B, and A is produce this podcast, goddammit, B, find me a female nooch. Um, I think we need to diversify the show's voice. And I, you know, I'm pretty, I provide enough of a voice. So that's what I'm looking for, quite frankly. I have no idea how to find it. Now, I've obviously put my wife, Molly Erdman, through a number of these episodes, and, and I hope to do that again, but I, I, can't, I can't give her the burden of being a co-host with me. That is a burden I wouldn't, I wouldn't do to my wife, which makes it very, very unappealing when I say it that way. But again, I think there's a person out there, or I may just end up stopping doing this at some point, which, which is also a possibility but we'll see. Anyway, in the meantime, subscribe, rate, and review because, you know, it'd be ironic if I got a lot of good, like, reviews and ratings and stuff and then stopped doing it. And then it was, like, on the Apple top average rating. I'm not going to get there in listens. Those are pretty high listens. I don't think I can get a 1,000 listens. Unless you have a 1,000 friends, somebody, in, in which case, go for it. But that'd be ironic. 
So either way, if you want the irony of that happening, or if you just want to kind of jinx me into quitting, you can you can leave a review or something like that. We'll uh, come back uh, next week. I will I will do that episode to just check in on this draft prediction and see how we do. I have a I have a, I have a good feeling this year that we're going to do a good job on that, and and also to preview the Champions League, and we'll we'll let you know how our our search for our new co-host is going. All right. This was your weekly, possibly penultimate. I mean, you know, speaking of Shanahan, he put it in a very morbid terms that you never know what's going to happen. And God, I hope nothing bad happens. But, you know, hopefully I'll see you next week. And maybe I'll, I'll or I'll, I'll talk at you next week. We don't need to see each other. It's still, still pandemic, you know. Wait two weeks after that second shot. All right. Later. Bye. Oh, follow on uh, the Twitter, sportsdump.com. I'm going to start tweeting more on that. Yeah. Sportsdump show, actually. Not .com. Sportsdumpshow.com is the website where hopefully I'll get that LaRusa thing up. It's been a very clean outro. See, Nooch would have really cleaned it up. Bye.